0: systems, fire alarm systems and irrigation systems, residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
1: They're not just there at tax time. Cloud Peak Accounting's professional staff is available year-round to help you with your business accounting, personal records and ranch accounting too. With their easy-to-use website, It's easy to do business with them, and they're currently accepting new clients. Don't have time to come in to meet with them? Don't worry. You can even do business with Cloud Peak Accounting from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com.
2: Sheridan VA healthcare system is recruiting for motivated nursing assistants to join their team. Come serve your nation's veterans. They offer competitive pay and benefits, shift differentials, and a childcare subsidy. They're also currently offering a $5,000 sign-on incentive for full-time nursing assistants who join. Questions or interested in applying? Contact the VA nurse recruiter at Sheridan Nursing Jobs at VA.gov or by phone at 675 3262. They also have openings for RNs, LPNs, and new graduates. Reach out to their nurse recruiter at Sheridan Nursing Jobs at VA.gov or by calling 675 3262 and come join their team.
0: Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan, online at LegacyDiamondGems.com.
2: Every three hours in the U.S., a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Every. Three. Hours. Making the safe choice is always the right choice, especially around railroad tracks and trains. You can stop track tragedies. Recognize the signs. Make safe choices. Share the message. See tracks. Think train. Visit oli.org to learn more. Sponsored by
1: the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, Wyoming Operation Lifesaver, and this station.
0: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning, Jackson
3: Electric, open line on KROE. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting, who will be back next week. Joining me this morning, Steve Sisson, as always. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And Mr. Trevor Jackson is in the other room, and he'll be piping in as he needs to, as always. Good morning,
1: Trevor. He doesn't need to pipe in yet. Good morning. He's working on it. Yeah, I mean, he has to have a good reason to chime in. You haven't given him a good reason yet.
3: Gas prices. Yeah, there you go. There's that, one. Yeah, that's I, got one. Some, I got some gas yesterday uh-huh. morning, and I was f- sick to my stomach. Yep, it was uh, at the price. I was just oh my. What goodness. was it when you filled up?
1: 4.9. Oh my god! I, I cracked on 100 for the first time on a full tank. That is crazy.
3: Yeah. I went in earlier this week and it was 460 something, and I about, they, again I was like sticker shock mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, and it was luckily it was it wasn't near a hundred dollars, but it's because I still had some gaps in the tank. <laughs> yeah. I had to fill it up. It had been way over a hundred.
1: What really broke my heart was thinking about you know it wasn't that long ago where that would have cost me like thirty bucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No kidding. Um,
3: hopefully, hopefully there will be some kind of relief in you know on the in the horizon. But <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. how it's going to.
1: That's that's just hope, man. That's yeah. I, I don't see it coming. Nope. No kidding.
3: Okay, Jackson Electric open line. The line's this morning to call 672-KROE-5763 or 674-4443. It's your opportunity to talk about whatever you want to talk about or chime in on something we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And we'll start off with this week's poll question, Steve. Uh, Is this still, uh, last time I checked, it was pretty one-sided.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, The question is, should we continue to promote Sheridan for growth? And right now we have 78% saying no compared to 20% saying yes and 2% undecided.
3: So what do you think about this? I mean, we have, you know, that section of the population that just doesn't want to see growth. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have that regardless of what community. I'm not picking on Sheridan. But there are people that just don't want to see growth. But we've talked about this outside of here. And you need some kind of growth to keep your community healthy and viable yeah yeah but you need to you know i think it needs to be controlled to a certain extent Mm -hmm. and you know you need to look at things not just right now but 20 years down the road because there are always issues that are going to stem from you know opening your doors and letting everybody come in new subdivisions new this Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of issues so what
1: do you think is mainly the predominant
3: reason for this
1: i think uh if i had to guess on why we have so many no's i think it's because a lot of them are we're growing plenty as it is we don't need to promote it anymore i think that's that's probably what you know depending on how you word the question you might get different responses there but that's my gut saying you know you know we're growing enough we don't need to try to make it grow anymore i think that's probably what they're saying i I don't think they want to say you know no we don't need to grow at all because I think most people realize that that communities only do two things: you either grow or die. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you can grow exponentially and have all kinds of problems. It needs to be managed and it needs to be reasonable, especially in a community of this size. You don't want to become Chicago. So, um, of course, we're a long ways from that. <laughs> right. But, but you know, at the same time, you know, as you were saying, you know, the growth brings other challenges and problems with it. So you have to manage it. Exactly. Uh, one of
3: the things, like in Buffalo, I mean, and both communities are dealing with this. I think. Um, I did a story, I think it was this week, maybe last, but recently, where they were talking about the Census Bureau had come out with all of these figures for the state of Wyoming, mm-hmm. and Sheridan and Buffalo were right there, and you know, like in the top three or four mm-hmm. communities with the top growth in the state. Mm-hmm. So, and granted, you're talking Buffalo when when you're talking a couple of hundred people in <laughs> Buffalo, that's quite a bit. Yeah, percentage wise, that's significant, right? Yeah. But even at that, it's still significant growth. There are people that are coming in, and there and the issues that we were that you had mentioned, like water issues. You know, mm-hmm. like they're they're talking about that in Buffalo, where there's a major subdivision, like a hundred plus uh, unit going in on the north end of town, and so there are people that have that have come out uh, talking, not really against it, but just wanting city leaders and county leaders to look at this and go, you know, hey. That's going to be a lot more water use than what we have now. How is that going to affect Tyhack Reservoir or downstream water users on Clear Creek? Blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. And and that's a it's a valid question. It yeah. really is. And there, you know, a lot of people will counter that and say, well, you know, there's that new reservoir that they're talking about putting in on I don't know what it is. It's uh, some creek south of Buffalo. But that's in the very early talking stages. Right. And even if it happens. It's years down the road, and it's going to be multi-millions of dollars Mm -hmm. to build this new reservoir on that creek. And then you're still running into issues with downstream users, the Wyoming-Montana Water Pact, you know, the Powder River Water Pact. So that increases all of the rigmarole you have to go through
1: just for growth. Yes, and, uh, you know, all that stuff, as you said, is expensive. Right. And uh, where does that money come from? It depends on what kind of growth you're seeing. If we're seeing a bunch of wealthy out-of-staters that are working remotely uh, just buying property, and that money is all going out of the area, we're not seeing a whole lot of uh, additional revenue from them living here. Uh, so that's not really good. Um, we've talked about you know how property taxes have gone up, too. I mean, it, that stuff gets affected by it. Uh, so it also depends on the type of growth and if you can use that growth to help fund the infrastructure you need for it.
3: Agreed. And this is one of the things I think that people don't really pay close enough attention to because, you know, over the last 10 years, you know, people are like, wow, property prices. You know, values have gone through the roof, blah, blah, blah. I could sell my house and make a mint. And then all of a sudden they sell their house and they're trying to buy a new one. And they're right. like, wait a minute. And I didn't really make that much money on this because i got to turn around and buy something at the same price I just sold mine for. And Four the thing is, worse.
1: and that's not just a Sheridan problem either. No. Our surrounding states are seeing the... it. Mm-hmm. So, Buffalo's
3: got the same issue. Yep. And people are concerned about this because, like you said, property taxes. Mm-hmm. People are seeing increases of 10, 20, 30, 30. In a single year. In a year, exactly. And so there are people that are screaming about that, validly Mm -hmm. so, or yeah, why is this happening in one year? But it goes back to they're basing your property values, your property taxes, on values of houses around you that have sold. And like in my example, I haven't done anything to my house. (laughs) I didn't put a new roof on. I didn't add a mother-in-law house in the backyard. I didn't even paint. You know, mm-hmm. but my property taxes went up significantly this year, yeah. and that's where people all over North, well, it's all over the region, really, but in Sheridan and Buffalo as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just, I don't know what they're going to do. I have no yeah. idea how they're going to fix this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there has to be a, a real revisiting of, of how those are calculated, and if it makes sense to continue to do it that way. Because, yeah, there's a lot of people that are wondering where that money's going to come from. Right. And... Uh, and is it going to continue to do that next year?
3: That's the question. Yeah, and and all of this is quote unquote legal because the state legislature has you know passed laws in the past. Da 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 da. So this is all legal. It's not like they're doing anything. Well, underhanded, or illegal. <laughs>
1: <Right>. Yeah, but <laughs>
3: it's you know maybe a little bit hinky, but they're they're doing this within the law. Mm -hmm. is what it amounts well it's a system that's
1: been set up and that's how that system works so maybe it's time to revisit whether or not that's the right system well it's going to have
3: to and and that's one of the things that that didn't happen this last legislative session is there was a bill that was going to help curb this problem because they saw this coming Mm -hmm. from what they've been talking about they've been seeing this coming for a few years because of all of the the setups and the the statutes that they've changed. So they were concerned that this was eventually going to come back to roost and it did. And now it's now you know, it's hitting home. Right. And now they're like, you know, getting they're fielding phone calls from people that are upset. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse unless they change something. So I'd imagine that's going to be at least I would hope that these people would look at this, the legislature would look at this and go, we need to do something.
1: Well, I think if, if uh, we make phone calls to them, uh, it'll keep it top of mind for when the next session comes around. We'll hope. We'll hope. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and that actually, could be another ri- reason why we're seeing a, a strong no here, because that is probably tied into growth as well. Oh, I no doubt. And yeah. I've often, you know, we've talked about this off air, too. Um, you know, we've, we've seen the numbers from Sheridan and Buffalo. Uh, but those census numbers were largely counted before a lot of the pandemic moving happened. People right. leaving cities because right. of the pandemic. So how accurate are those numbers?
3: Yeah, they could be bigger than what we mm-hmm. we're seeing now. And they're a year old as well. Yeah. So all of those figures that they came out with were July 2021. We're a year out from that, mm-hmm. which they have to take time to compile us. We yeah. get that. But it's it's still a year out. So they they could be... Those numbers could be completely skewed they they may be outdated already, right, yeah exactly. I guess we've got a caller uh, caller number one you 're on the Jackson electric open line. go ahead
4: yes, thank you. Good morning Good morning. Do you know that House bill number one hundred and ninety three was passed by the Wyoming legislature, and it moved forward this This bill was passed by the revenue committee, and it became the basis for going to adding a tiered tax system and what we did in 1988-89 is industrial production in wyoming is taxed at 11 percent mineral at 100 percent okay then we added by voting on it residential commercial and ag to be taxed at nine and a half percent and i'm making this as a as, uh, less complicated as i can so when we went into that ag of course is also tagged to production and it has a further scheme Uh on that but at that time there were many of the appraisers in wyoming uh, from the assessor's offices many of the assessors who said this is not fair what it is doing is every one of these other tiers industrial mineral commercial ag can pass on a tax increase. The only ones that can't are the household owners, because all these other industries can uptick the price of their commodity, and uh, make up the tax difference. Well, the reason we went into this tiered system had to do with a couple of lawsuits. Among them, uh, Washakie County uh, School District versus Herschler, Governor Herschler, and they wanted to go, and our Supreme Court said they could, to 25% across the board uh, tax uh, enumeration to the schools. It equalized funding for the schools. But today you have a situation, the, the rules for this the, the, were the ad valorem, which means added value, division of the Department of Revenue. The rules or the how we do this comes from the Department of Revenue. The legislature passes bills, the voters vote on a three tier tax system. I'm thinking maybe the voters thought, well, this is good, this will be fair to all the school districts. <laughs> but at any rate, we've got, they perform a sales ratio study, that's what it's called, and they take, make a fair market appraisal and they feed it into a computer assisted mass appraisal, a CAMA system, which This is the method that is used, and they come up with this. But what's being challenged, I think, today, right now, is the residential homeowner, and everybody else for that matter, but the residential homeowner, is being taxed on an unrealized capital gain. I'm in my house. My taxes go up. I haven't sold my house. I don't have a capital gain. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm living in it. But I'm being taxed on, for years I've always called it, you're paying today for your hamburger next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. and, and the sad thing about this is it really does need address. And what a, what a horrible time for all of this to occur, uh, all of the rest of the burdens that people are bearing right now, cost of food, cost of gasoline, out of our control for the most part. But this is something Wyoming could address. And I think it's going to take, if you go to the acquisition method, you're putting it on the ballot as a vote, if you can get it on there. And that is simply, acquisition is simply what your house is priced at today, it's going to stay there until you sell it. The new buyer will be the appraiser of the value of your property. And again, if you look at a community like Sheridan, um, now, this is just me speaking. I'm not speaking for anybody else in this regard. There's an awful lot of property inside Sheridan that ain't on the tax rolls. A lot of it is in the ownerships of um, churches we know are not taxed for their properties. Uh, service organizations, the Elks, the Eagles, are not taxed. But there's a lot of other property in um, uh, LLCs of nonprofits. No taxes on those. There is a whole list available of non-taxed properties, and some are even commercial properties. So my my point here is, we're just leaning so heavily on the residential householder. It's it's uh, almost shocking what what the, where the buggy has gone down the road now. And I, I just wanted to tell people that knowing or getting knowledgeable on the sales ratio. Studies, that's where they say, Oh, look, look, your house here, there's three or four other houses kind of like yours in your neighborhood. Know that neighborhood doesn't even mean what you can see off your front porch. My neighborhood's huge (laughs) where I live. Your neighborhood merely means um, something sold over in maybe Hidden Hill Subdivision is going to be just like yours, maybe, sort of. But we don't have an army of appraisers to come out from the assessor's office and look at everybody's property we do this through the CAMA system it's a computerized system and it's statewide they finally got everybody on board but i do have a copy of Dottie Elsom, who used to be the um uh ta- from the tax office ran the assessor's office in johnson county writing to governor sullivan Cause it finally smacked down under Sullivan, and saying this ain't fair, and Sullivan saying, well, we'll put it to a vote of the people, and we voted. Sheridan County voted 8,000 some as in opposition, 2,000 some to go to a three-tiered. I don't think the voters knew what, what this would mean at a point in time for their taxation. They just thought, well, well, we'll just, you know. Have this tiered system. We got industry on there, mineral on there, we're on there, you know, commercials on there, and ag. It's all going to be fair, and the schools are going to be happy. I think schools are happy. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Just You're wanted to throw those comments out.
3: You're welcome. Thank you. And exactly, you know, mm. I think she's exactly right. And there, there, this has been, you know, it's been coming for a long time. This is back in Governor Herschler's day yeah. where all this started, and it's just now finally starting to catch up with us. And I agree with her that, you know, it's kind of ridiculous when you have this system set up to where you have a house that's valued at such and such, you know, in the north end of town where you happen to be. And it's similar, you know, okay, it it was built the same year as Mm -hmm. mine. It's roughly the same square footage, blah, blah, blah. But there are so many variables within that. I mean, it could be that 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 house that sold maybe had an upgrade to their maybe a new roof mm-hmm. maybe the uh, plumbing and electrical was updated and you know so it would sell and mm-hmm. so obviously that that house is valued more than one down the street that they're assuming is the same value that maybe still needs a new roof or this or that or the other and so the taxes are going up on that individual and it, it you know what it, it doesn't seem to be fair mm-hmm. at all especially when you're looking at hey that extra tax money could be going for me to put toward the amenities that need to be done to the house, <laughs> right. but I'm giving
1: it to you in taxes yeah. instead. I could fix this thing if I didn't have to pay the taxes right. on it, right? Yeah, crazy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then, as she said, you know, the the it's hitting us at a time where
1: we're all looking at
3: yeah increased costs on everything, and it does. It's not. There's no light at the end.
1: Yeah, of the of blows the keep coming, and we know we're not out of it yet. Right.
3: It's yeah. just going to get worse. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go ahead and take a break right there. We are
3: on the Jackson Electric open line. Steve Sisson, Aaron Palmer, and Trevor Jackson in the background. We'll be back (laughs) after these messages.
0: light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sherrod.
5: Checks continue to be the
0: subject of more fraud than any other form of payment. First Federal Bank and Trust will help you stay one step ahead with Positive Pay for Business. Our Positive Pay service detects fraudulent checks early and prevents them from being paid. We believe in avoiding the hassle of check fraud investigation so you can focus on the best parts of your business. Contact Kim Wells, First Federal's Cash Management Officer, to get started with Positive Pay today. First Federal Bank and Trust, your partner in success. Member FDIC.
6: Celebrate Flag Day by setting off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Whizbang Fireworks is now open through Tuesday, June 14th, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. for you to purchase fireworks and celebrate our flag. From bottle rockets to Roman candles, missiles, fountains, assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks is located on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Celebrate Flag Day. Set off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Now open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. through Tuesday, June 14th. Fireworks are legal to set off on like day only.
5: Remember that kid that kept falling down the well and had to be constantly rescued by their collie dog? Well, if that family had just called 307 Wildcat Well Service, that old well would be a pipe and a pump. 307 Wildcat Well Service is a local company that specializes in locating water. Drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, just Google 307 Wildcat Well Service and you too will have cool, clean water. 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 Remember when your mom used to say, eat your cranberries or you'll get a bladder infection? Well, if you ignored her and now you're in trouble, well, you need the health-given stuff you can only get at the Health Nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad and smoothie bar, as well as a healthy grocery store and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy, get healthy, and that all starts at the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. On this week's
2: episode of the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, it's maybe a little bit more serious. We talk a little bit about the difference between managing a baseball team and other sports teams. We talk about Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson moving over to Live Golf, which gets us into a conversation about morals mixed with money and sports. Those topics and more all on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com and PodcastWyoming.com. And good
3: morning,
1: Jackson Electric. It took me a I was like, I just locked myself up. I thought yeah, I was going to have to reboot you there for a second. I looked, I looked down and I went, like, what am I doing? It's like, what year is it? He had You had that look on your face, like you just woke up after a long nap and you weren't exactly sure how long you yeah, were out. What
3: year is this? Wow. Jackson Electric open line. Uh, your chance to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about or just to... Talk about what we're talking about.
1: We so, what bunch. year is it? Uh, Top Gun is big in the theaters. We've got a Kate Bush song that's tearing up the charts right now, and we're in a proxy war with Russia. Is it 1986 wow. or is or it? Is uh, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Welcome back to the 80s. Um, Jackson
3: Electric Open Line. The lines you can call to uh, contributor six seven two K R O E. That's six seven two five seven six three, or six seven four 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 three. We talked about the. Uh, Poll question today, Mm -hmm. or this week, which was, uh, if people, uh, you have it, read it for
1: me. Yeah, it was, should we continue to promote Sheridan for growth? And Mm -hmm. a very strong no response to that.
3: Overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. no. And we talked a little bit about what could possibly be leading up to that or causing people to say no, no growth. Mm -hmm. And I think most people, as you mentioned earlier, are probably looking at this going, well, yeah, we need to grow, but let's kind of pull the reins in a little bit. yeah. We don't need to
1: step our foot down on the gas. Right. Yeah. So taxes,
3: we talked about that, and that's just, Mm -hmm. we'll hopefully get some relief there, but we'll see. Um, One of the other things that's going on is the January 6th Mm hearing. And to be honest, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't watched the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, Cheney seems to be center stage on this.
1: How did that happen? I I don't know. I know
3: she's on the committee. Yeah. But it seems like she's now the mouthpiece for this whole thing.
1: I don't know. I haven't watched much, but I've seen a couple of clips, and in both of them, she's there running the show. So, yeah, I couldn't answer that. But, um, I mean, uh, she's definitely probably the – when you think of the January 6th hearings, I think she's the first person that comes to mind when you think about that. Sure. Um, You know, She's obviously been – for Wyoming uh, particularly, something we've paid attention to is where she's been on this. And I think a, a lot of uh, support she had has changed because of that. Uh, some people have come around to her and others are like, no, we're going to have nothing to do with her anymore. Right. So um, I think she's definitely top of mind when it comes to those.
3: I agree. Um, and that may – we'll see what happens. I mean, she's up for re-election this year. Uh, Harriet Hageman, I think, is who's running mm-hmm. against her. Yep. So that ought to be an interesting fight. and uh, it has been so far, but I think it's yeah. going to get worse.
1: It is, yeah, because like I said, I think there there are some people that probably were not Cheney supporters before that agree with what she's doing, and there are probably also a lot that are completely the opposite of that. Right.
3: Whether they're Trump supporters or not, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people and people in general. I think are just tired of this whole thing.
1: I am personally. I yeah. I have not watched this stuff. I just, and we know that it's going to be presented in a certain way sure. with a certain agenda. So uh, yeah, I just have, I haven't really paid attention to it. No, um, one of the things that we did I, I've seen bits and pieces,
3: as I said, of the the hearings themselves, but also from on social media, people giving opinions on you know that have watched this, and I think that most people their minds are not going to get changed on this. No. They have their opinion built before they even go and watch this. Yes. So what they're going to, or at least it appears to me to be that way. Mm-hmm. And the people that are coming out with these, you know, opinions like, oh, Trump needs to go to jail, blah, blah, blah. He was responsible for it. And, and whether he is or not, I think that they believe that. And these hearings are just going to reinforce that
1: thought. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you are of the opinion that uh, that Trump really has no accountability here at all, this is not going to change your mind there either. Right.
3: And I think the truth in this whole thing, when we finally get done with this, is going to be somewhere in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, seriously. I yeah. mean, you know, in all most reasonable people would look at this and go, well, did he plan this? Well, no,
1: probably not. Yeah. I but
3: don't... was he at least partially responsible?
1: Maybe. He had a role to play sure. in. it. I mean, the, the speech that he gave that day didn't take place on that day at that location for no reason. Right. I mean, obviously, there was a vote being certified just, just over there. Yeah. And these were the people that were really upset about how things were going on. And Trump is basically there saying, you know, we've tried everything we can try. And there's basically nothing left to do. And you go and protest and do what you got to do. Right, and, and then he,
3: some people probably took it to the nth degree. Exactly, yeah. I and think did their thing and they I read into it. And yep, yep, I think that's honest to God what is probably closer to the truth. Mm-hmm. And in the end, what is the end game with this? I mean, okay, we've got this committee that looked into this and they're giving us this showboat, <laughs> you know, thing where they're hey, This is what we found. Well, okay, what ultimately is it that you want? Are you just trying to make uh, Trump look bad in the in the public theater? Or or is it really, are you expecting somebody
1: to go to jail over this? I think what they ought to be doing is investigating how it happened and what can we do to prevent something like that from happening again. Because, you know, who knows what will happen. Elections down the road are going to probably right. be just as highly contested right. as this one. Um, so, I, yeah, I think a lot of it is, like you said, it's kind of like... You know, Trump may run again, and they're trying to, you know, make it an uncomfortable environment for that to happen in. Uh, but what they really ought to be doing is saying, okay, what failures did we have on our part that allowed this to happen, and exactly. how can we address that?
3: And how did they, you know, like security at mm-hmm. the Capitol, that obviously was, you know, out the door yeah serious so problems they need there. to seriously yep. look at this and try to create correct the problems that they had mm-hmm. we've got a couple of callers holding uh caller number one you're on the jackson electric open line go ahead
7: good morning Hello. uh
4: i just want to make one comment about liz cheney and nancy pelosi and their beautiful committee okay they are letting hatred take over common sense And they are not doing anything to try to prevent anything like that in the future. And they're not looking into why the National Guard that had been okayed by President Trump was never called up to prevent it because they had warnings that this was going to happen. And that's all I have to say is they're just blind with hate for Trump and they want him in jail so he can never run for office again.
3: Thank you, caller. Mm-hmm. That's a valid argument. Yep. Valid argument. Okay. Caller number two, uh, go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
8: Good morning, Jim. Good morning. I agree with this lady who just called in 100% because I can remember President Trump giving that speech that was aired on TV, and they've showed it many, many times on Fox News, where President Trump said, go to the Capitol peacefully And let your voices be heard now if he were trying to overthrow anything why would President Trump authorize 20,000 National Guard troops but it had to be approved by Nancy Pelosi or the mayor of Washington DC which they refused to do and then that racist comment that was brought up by Benny Thompson the head of the committee is a joke because as a young boy, I remember watching both the Democrat and Republican national conventions in 1952 and in 1956 whenever Adley Stevenson ran against Dwight Eisenhower. Now, what happened back then? The Democrats and their convention, and remember back then I was too young to be political, I was apolitical, but I was learning. And I was interested to see that they had a faction in the Democrat convention called the Dixiecrats, because I was born and raised in southeast Texas, and I said, what is this all about? And every time they had a speech from a segregationist uh, Democrat, they had their own band, and they would start playing Dixie right there on the convention floor. And it seems that Mr. Thompson has forgotten that the former Senate Majority Leader Robert Byrd was a big muckety-muck in the Ku Klux Klan. He was a very high-ranking member in the Klan. So, as usual, the Democrats, who are the ones promoting racism and promoting segregation and opposing integration, they're the ones who are always referring to the Republicans or the conservatives as racist when it's not true, it's absolutely false. And I'd like for them, for any of the committee members to explain why that unarmed female veteran, Ashley Babbitt, was murdered by a Capitol Police officer. She was unarmed, she was not attacking anyone, and she was shot in the neck. I actually saw the film footage on Fox. And I want someone To explain why any armed police officer, whether it's capital or federal, state, county, local, would shoot an unarmed woman through the neck and kill her when she had done nothing wrong. She was not trying to stab someone or shoot someone or, or go after someone, but he just aimed his pistol. He had his Glock out, and he aimed it and shot the poor lady, murdering her. Because when you shoot an unarmed person who is not a threat to anyone, that isn't a killing, that is murder.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a legitimate inquiry would have to look into things like that. And oh, if, if they don't touch it, then yeah, I think that just taints the whole thing. I agree.
3: And as we said earlier, there there are so many things involving this January 6th incident that just it doesn't pass the smell test. A lot of it doesn't. And whether trump is is responsible for this or not that remains to be seen mm-hmm. okay and but i think yeah there needs to be things looked into instead of just as the woman said the caller said just this what seems to be this blind hatred mm-hmm. for trump which yeah. seems to be the push for all of this mess mm-hmm. and i think we have another caller okay caller you're on the jackson electric open line go ahead
7: Good morning. Uh, Good morning. I I was trying to remember the the city was on. They're creating a new department or something to handle the trees or whatever. I didn't quite understand.
3: They're creating a parks department, from what I understand.
7: Okay. Uh, What what was it called?
3: Parks department.
7: Parks department. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean... The thing about it is, evidently, is all the beautification on the entrances to Sheridan, that's part of what they're taking care of. And I'm not anti-tree, but I'm anti-trees planted just for the sake of planting a tree. Uh, We have planted trees on Gould, Maine, all around, and they're growing now. They're beautiful trees, but... They're heaving the curbs. They're heaving the sidewalk. They're they're way too big a tree for where they were planted. So they're going to have we're going to have people tripping, lawsuits, and all kinds of stuff. And then on North Main, they planted the trees where you can't see to get out on Main off the side streets. Uh, that's that's the thing that around Sheridan. There's a lot of intersections that are blocked by bushes and trees. I I hope that that department is going to look into stuff like that, not just keep beautifying entrances to Sheridan, Sheridan, just like they're doing on Fifth Street, and then causing traffic hazards with trees and bushes. Mm -hmm. Streets are to move traffic, and they shouldn't just be to plant beautification. That's just my opinion, and I'm probably not shared by anybody else in charity. But.
1: <laughs> well, any, anyone who's trying to get around a, a corner that you can't see around is probably oh, yeah. with you on that. Yeah, I, yeah right. hopefully, uh, a department like that would, would is going to know what works and what doesn't in those regards. That that would be the whole purpose of having a department like that.
3: Exactly, and I think that's what the city was looking at. From my understanding, when talking to uh, city administrator Stu McRae yesterday, my understanding was that this. Uh, new department is not only just going to plant trees, but they're going to actually take care of them and also take care of parks and and other areas that are not necessarily parks, but green spaces Mm. within the city. Yeah. So I think that that's on their, at least their radar to do. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, you know, this caller, hopefully in the future, you (laughs) won't be
1: disappointed with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I think the new uh, Fifth Street and Sheridan Avenue intersection, that's that is much better than it was before. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's more work going to be happening on Fifth Street uh, towards the tracks there, which hopefully will uh, improve safety and visibility there, too.
3: Exactly. And I, one of the things they talked about, because I, when I was talking to Stu yesterday, uh, Mr. McCray, sorry, um, the railroad tracks there in other towns that I'd lived in, they had in some instances tunneled under. The railroad tracks. Right. And we talked about that. And he, obviously, this isn't on the radar, so don't anybody panic. <laughs> I right. just I asked him why that wasn't on the radar. And he said, well, the, the cost would just be astronomical, number one. Yeah. And so one of the things they're looking at is to have some kind of a sensor system where it will alert drivers to a train coming in there so they can avoid that intersection mm-hmm. instead of pulling up and, oops, I'm stuck. Yeah. So that's one of the great things, I think, that they're looking at there. So that's that's
1: good news. One of the big issues there is how close it is to the historic Sheridan Inn. Sure. Uh, that limits the amount of, you know, modifications you can do to the tracks and the streets around there. Right. And uh, I think some people uh, underestimate how much space it takes to get a good tunnel built. It may right. go well past uh, that intersection. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't just dip back down and back up. It's right. got to be gradual, and you yeah. got to have it enough clearance to let trucks through. So... That may not even be a feasible option. No, and that's one of the things he said
3: was that, yeah, the cost would be astronomical. And then mm-hmm. this Can't also. you just drive around? That's it. Well, that's what I have a sign, yeah. You know what? You, you avoid right. areas. Right. You can go down Sheridan Avenue underneath it. Well, at yeah. this point, yeah.
1: I mean, if I'm in a I hurry, mean, it's, it's a, I well, don't go down this. Is it Fifth that far Street out of your anyway? way, though?
3: Huh? Look, everybody wants to be in a hurry. Sure. Yeah, not that, that big and of it is place. frustrating
1: when you're getting close, you're running late for something, and then you see the guards coming down. And you're like, oh man! <laughs> Every time I, t- I'm going to
3: be late for yeah. my
1: appointment. Yeah, I just avoid it. Like Trevor yeah. said, you can plan your route around it. Exactly, and um, that's
3: what I do. If yeah. I got to come up to go to the heart center or whatever, yeah, I just don't go down Fifth Street because there's a possibility <laughs> I might get stuck there.
1: But at the same so. time, that is one of the interstate exits right so it's a main road into town sure. and uh, for tourism things like that it's a, a quick way to get into the historic downtown area sure so you don't want that to be a, um, an unpleasant experience for people visiting either sure
3: and i think if they put the sensor system in that will help mm-hmm. a lot so uh trevor we have a caller on hold okay caller you're on the jackson electric open line go ahead
6: yeah hello this is uh brian miller Good morning. I'm calling to talk about the property taxes okay. uh, that you started with earlier. Um, and two things. One, um, they're the, the biggest issue that is going on with property taxes that we have here is obviously on the residential side right now. Um, in another year, that's going to double probably. The amount that it went up this year is probably going to go up again, doubled, uh, maybe even more. Um, and it's all from the way the system has been put in place. Uh, You had a caller on earlier that talked about the three-tier system put in place in 88. That tier system did not put the system that we are using in place. It it put the, here's the areas that will be taxed, and here's, you know, it it didn't give the details. Those details were given to uh, a different organization, and that organization has chosen a software that maximizes government revenue. And that is specifically what they state in the uh, – with the software that is being utilized, which is an issue. And in, in here in Wyoming, with everyone moving out here with cash, um, there is no way – and that company that does that even states in their, their literature – that uniformity is pretty tough to do when you have a situation like we're in right now, um, which is why so many people are arguing about it. We're going to have a huge problem – with folks who are on fixed incomes. And I'm sorry, that's the vast majority of the older folks here in town and the younger folks in particular. They are going to be the ones that that aren't going to be able to live in homes, uh, have their own properties, and they're the ones that the property is going to be selling, again, for probably two, three times what they're truly worth, and this cycle will continue for a long time. Um, The only group, as we mentioned earlier, that, that can't pass those taxes on is the residents. We get stuck with it, period. And um, the state and the counties are, are going to be too dependent on property taxes in the future because of the energy issues. And I'd love to talk to you about energy issues <laughs> and what the governor here can do in Wyoming about that, but for a different show. Um, so one of the things that I'm pushing, I'm, all, I'm running for House District 51 here, is fixing this property tax issue, um, along with several other issues related to the budget. Uh, you know, those are all on the radar. Uh, but this is one of those things that, that it isn't going to go away soon. It's not like these, these prices are going to go down and people are going to be, oh, okay, I'm fine now. I, you know, it'll go back down in a couple of years. It's not going to happen. not the way the system is designed. So do we need to get rid of that system, uh, go back to a, an appraisal uh, or you know, a, a, um, a cost, a selling cost, and then a, a depreciation system out of that. And uh, that's all I really have to say, and I'm curious about your comments.
3: Okay. Thank you very much, caller. Um, We'll come back with our comments. We're going to have to take a break right here. We'll be back on the Jackson Electric open line, and we'll have our comments right after that.
0: Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light.
2: 1851 North Main in Sheridan. LLC. Since 1983, Harker-Mellinger has been the leading accounting firm in Sheridan. We are here to help you succeed in your business and provide services which are
1: customized to meet your financial needs and allow you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions.
2: Harker-Mellinger, 672-0785 in Sheridan.
0: I'm talking with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. Did you know that Honda has the best gas mileage of any national brand? Oh, that's huge these days. It definitely is. And it's no secret that new cars are hard to find. So Honda's offering more peace of mind when buying used. The Honda certified warranty comes with extended powertrain coverage, a free oil change, and 90 days of Sirius XM radio. Discover the best way to buy used at Sheridan Honda. Stop in today.
2: Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different CERTA mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers eye comfort and eye comfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high quality memory foam but don't sleep hot. CERTA's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
3: Jackson Electric open line, Aaron Palmer filling in for uh, Floyd Whiting. And Steve Sisson is with
1: me, Trevor's in the other room, and uh, piping in as he needs to. <laughs> so I don't know what the answer is, but I, I know no. we need to revisit that how it's done. Because clearly we have issues with, you know, these kind of massive increases over a single year are really a problem. And the thing that scares me is he's talking about it's going to happen again. I think we all anticipate
3: year. that, yeah how are we that's going to be a in some cases
1: 100% increase over 2 years over yeah. 2 years yeah
3: how yeah. can people afford that
1: yeah the system needs to be designed so you don't get that gut punch right where you know yeah things can go up but go up by that much in a single year that's a problem
3: right or if it goes up for
1: one year then not don't go up for 8 or 10 years <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah cuz what's we'll to stop it from happening right you know Since for the next several years year. yeah all of a sudden, we're you know a thousand percent from where we were six years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's just gonna that that you're talking about growth. That is gonna kill things. That's gonna kill yeah. everything. And yeah. it, w- what is the
3: again? Here, what's the end game? <laughs> but I had, yeah. I had heard something about uh, somebody had, had conspiracy theory. I don't know, but they were saying that there were companies that were coming in and buying, not necessarily in Sheridan, but you know nationwide overall in different markets that were purchasing. Uh, properties for way more than they were worth, Mm -hmm. and then they're turning around and buying other properties in that neighborhood and boosting up that selling price to what you know,
1: which is creating a good thing for them and a bad thing for all the rest of them. Right, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I haven't seen any actual evidence of that but I mean, it seems like it could certainly be going on. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but it makes you wonder, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, who,
3: granted you're talking about People in Oregon, Washington, California, New York, wherever, mm-hmm. that are moving into areas like Sheridan. And so they're selling their houses back there for a, a mint mm-hmm. and then coming in here and paying cash
1: for, in a lot of instances, more than what the asking price Well, I think most of us know someone personally who has been trying to buy a house. Right. And if you don't offer like thirty k over asking, you're not even in consideration for it. And even right. then, you might lose it. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing what kind of what kind of uh, market we're in right now. And who's getting rich on that? I <laughs> not, mean, not me. <laughs> no, not not the
3: homeowner apparently. Because like like we said, you know, for a long time people are like, wow, I can sell my house for X number of dollars, and that's a lot of money.
1: And then I got to go live in a and tent. And then I
3: got to go live in a tent somewhere, <laughs> right? You know, because even apartments my my mortgage is less
1: than most people pay for rent yeah. i couldn't afford to move i'm surprised how much it's gone up since i first went out on my own right uh it's it's amazing i was paying a few hundred dollars and now it's rare to find anything under a thousand
3: yeah crazy and that's a small apartment if mm-hmm. you're looking for like a family that needs at least two bedrooms sometimes three even an apartment somewhere they're just astronomical mm-hmm. what they're getting for these or
1: what they're wanting. And and do the jobs around here pay for that? No.
3: no. Exactly. All right. Thanks for joining us on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Aaron Palmer Floyd will be back next week. Thanks Steve and Trevor for joining. Have a good race. Have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the simplest to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sheridan.
1: Bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper, taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit CloudPeakCPA.com. Is
0: it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan. Online at LegacyDiamondGems.com.
2: Some of the world's greatest composers have looked to the works of Shakespeare for inspiration, a tradition that continues with the 2022 Met Opera premiere of Brett Dean's Hamlet. This immortal tragedy is among theater's most captivating psychological portraits, and the music only escalates the tension of this classic tale. Don't miss the Met Live in HD's production of Hamlet at the Wyo Theater tomorrow at 1055 a.m. Get your tickets and more information at WyoTheater.com.
0: Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
2: 17-5 record, the Sheridan Troopers look to keep a fast start to the month of June going and will host a doubleheader today. Come out to Thornrider Stadium as the Troopers take on Evanston. The doubleheader starts at 4 with the second game around 6.30. If you can't make it out to the field, you can watch the live video web stream on sharedmedia.com or listen to the games on air on 1410, 106.9 FM, KWYO. Trooper Baseball is being presented in part by Wyoming Corporate Office, Dr. Michelle Meehan, Sears Hometown Store, and Shared Memorial Hospital.
3: From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP, News Talk
4: 930. K-R-O-E, Sheridan.